0: hey there everybody and welcome to another sports 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 podcast i'm joel anderson i'm jordan pomaville and joining us as always is the sports outsider phil ranta sports (laughs) <laughs> that felt good that felt good yeah i had to what get an that outsidery out. thing to say
1: yep i had to i had to get that out you sounded like it. a
0: jock from revenge of the nerds right like <laughs> nerds <laughs> uh so we still haven't rebranded counting down to that oh yeah sure that'll that'll be coming we will be changing the name of the podcast this isn't yeah. this joel we're recording now this isn't the pre-show meeting Oh, oh, geez! You know we should probably stop starting the pre-show meeting with the same way we introduced the podcast. It has gotten us. It has gotten us yeah. lost and confused in the past. <laughs> really has. But no, we have. Uh, I know it's this is this is not a sport that we co- uh, uh, cover a lot. But NASCAR. There's a 15 year old kid racing a NASCAR, and he recently was uh, doing uh, what practice laps, and he had his phone on.
1: Yeah. His yeah. name was Taylor Gray, and yeah, he was driving around with this phone showing. So and Jordan,
0: so, yeah, wow, you're really moving this along. Usually, don't we talk about something totally unrelated to sports for at least four minutes before we get into the show? <laughs> Uh, yeah, and you're the and you're the podcast whip for this year, so I don't mean <laughs> oh, to steal your right. role, but <laughs> you're spo- you're supposed to be the one moving us along. But no, so but we're interviewing Taylor Gray today. He's a 15 year old. He races cars for a living, and he was caught. Uh, like, what was he snapping or zooming or what was he doing on the phone? He uh, was, uh, I- yeah,
1: it was a Snapchat. He was, he was just uh, <laughs> pointing it back at himself, pointing it at the road. You know, uh, just uh, making social media happen. Yeah.
0: Typical 15 year old kid. You bet. Yeah, by by caught, and I'm using air quotes here, you mean he <laughs> very publicly displayed his crime. Oh yeah, that's I correct. mean that's kind yeah. of
1: how social media crimes work, you know?
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll have him on, uh, and uh, Phil, we got a wide world of weird sports? You're goddamn right we do. And news, 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 but first, Johnny Manziel, update, watch, update. Johnny Manziel, Update Watch Update, brought to you by... Unbranded Batteries. There's no distinctive color on them. It's unbranded batteries. Johnny Manziel, to play in fan-controlled startup football league. Ooh, that's the role he's been waiting for his whole life. Sub-headline, boys, we're back in business. Boys, Uh, back in business. Boys, back in business. This league sounds like a Silicon Valley VC Money did a bunch of focus groups with Gen Zers, fed the data into, like, <laughs> Siri and Alexa and all that, and this is what it spit out. Scheduled to begin play in February, it will feature seven-on-seven games where fans set rosters, call plays, and interact in a blend of traditional and esports environments. Ooh. So, so, basically, fans, and you guys know more about this than me, video games, but fans are just going to make Johnny Manziel go go Grand Theft Auto Free Roman, right? <laughs> uh, uh, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm being told I have to punch this cheerleader. <laughs> I, don't, the fans, I don't necessarily want to, but... <laughs> the teams will play a six-week schedule with games live-streamed on Twitch from a league lease facility in Atlanta. The games will last about an hour, and the field will be 50 by 35 yards with 10-yard end zones. The the CEO described the league's vision as a gamification of the fan experience targeted at the 18 to 35 age demographic, which we're all out of. Fans who register (laughs) will participate in much of the football operations. Finally, something targeted to the 18 to 35 demographic. Well, here's, here's where I think these Masters of the Universe types may have missed the mark. To have yeah. a fan-controlled league, Joel, you, 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 you need fans. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and, and fan-controlled football, or FCF, is the latest league to attempt to bring American Spring football to the masses. But that, that graveyard... ...of spring football is littered with corpses. The USFL, (laughs) XFL Season Uh 1, the AAF, XFL Mm -hmm. Season 2, and Jimmy Hoffa. (laughs) (laughs) See, nobody would think to check a spring football league for the body. Yeah. Hoffa's still alive and playing fullback. (laughs) Uh, So with the odds stacked against them, let's just hope their marquee name, Johnny Football, is taking this extremely, extremely, extremely seriously. So here's what he says. I hope he's taking this seriously. Manziel said, quote, the more I heard about this, uh, what this was going to be, the more I felt it was going to be something that was just very fun. It's going to be very fan-oriented and something I can get behind without being extremely, extremely, extremely serious. The the way my football career has been in the past. Wait, I don't want to... Wait, I'm sorry. In the past, that was you taking football seriously? Yeah, that's... (laughs) That's troubling. <laughs> I haven't yeah. worried about Johnny Manziel in a while, but here we are. Uh, so the, basically, Manziel wasn't looking to return to football, but the CEO of the league believes that because of social media and digital integration, Phil, this might be your area, yes. they, think it, they think it was built for a guy like Manziel. Uh, yeah. Quote, I think if you look at Johnny's career, he was electric on and off the field. He has that big, bold personality. Sure, he rubbed people the wrong way, but he just has this presence about him. Yeah, he's the perfect influencer. (laughs) He got into all these leagues, and I hate to say it, but it's like the handcuffs were put on him. You had to act differently. You had to walk and talk differently. He couldn't just be himself. That's where we're (laughs) different as a league. We're very comfortable with the players having big personalities off the field and doing what they want to do. Yeah, you had to... You had to learn plays. You had to throw it just to the guys on one of the teams, you know? Like, all sorts of rules. Well, I thought it was funny that they make this big thing about how, like, oh, it's, you know, like, his big personality is, like, you know, that it's, like, right after that paragraph, ESPN had the obligatory write-up that mentions Johnny Manziel getting cut by the Browns, diagnosed with bipolar disorder, and abusing alcohol. It's, like, yeah, that's not... Like, you know, I don't know. Did they skip over the part where he hit his wife? Well, Exactly. Yeah, no, they actually did. Uh, Look, here's the thing. It's not like Johnny Manziel didn't work out in the NFL because he was just having way too much fun on Twitter and Instagram. He didn't work out in the NFL because he didn't have pro-level arm strength. Yeah. Uh, Also, he was battling alcoholism and depression, probably triggered by not having pro-level arm strength. (laughs) That's what makes me depressed. Every time I go out there and I try to wing the football and it, it comes back down to earth after a mere 30 yards and I go, "Oh." Johnny Manziel, Update Watch Update. Johnny Manziel, Update Watch Update. Brought to you by Unbranded Batteries. They'll last a couple
1: of minutes or so. Unbranded Batteries.
0: News, news, news on the Sports, Sports, Sports Podcast with Jordan, Joel, and Phil. News, news, news. Racing pigeon gets lost during Oregon pigeon race. Semicolon ends up in Australia? What? Subheadline. Okay. Subheadline. Pay attention. This story has more twists than a Chubby Checker biopic directed by M. Night Shyamalan. <laughs> Oof. Thank you, Joel. <laughs> that was really funny. <laughs> the, okay, so the day after Christmas, or Boxing Day, an yep. Australian man found a racing pigeon in his backyard in Melbourne, Australia. The bird was believed to have disappeared from the Crooked River Challenge race in Oregon in October. Mm. Okay? <laughs> uh, also, and this was, they didn't comment on this or that, the guy who found the pigeon, he's named Kevin... Okay, and his last name is hyphenated. It's Chelly-Bird. Chelly-Bird? Yeah, Chelly, huh. Kevin Chelly-Bird. Kevin Chelly-Bird. That's two bird references in his name. <laughs> you got Bird, and you yep. have Kevin, like Kevin McAllister, who befriended a pigeon lady in Home Alone 2 that's Lost in New York. That's the one. Yep. Right, yep, okay. I was thinking, I, I was like, Bird is one of them, I think. I thought that was the lesser of the. I was going to say, I knew Kevin was one of them, but I was trying (laughs) to place the other one. Uh, Kevin named the bird Joe after the U.S. president elect, nursed him back to health, and noticed a blue band on his leg. The bird, it was thought, was registered to an owner in Montgomery, Alabama. This was determined with the help of the Oklahoma based American Pigeon Union. (laughs) Like, and I. I don't oh, know there's I, a pigeon union? How well, cool. The, <laughs> it's for, you know, it's for the racing pigeon it's for racing pigeons and pigeon races. That's what that's what tangentially makes this onto a sports comedy podcast. Yeah. <laughs> um I don't I don't know where I thought the American Pigeon Union would be had I known it existed. But I think I would have like guessed about 30 states and probably that lady from Home Alone 2 before I got to Oklahoma. Yeah. I don't there know. there can't be that many pigeons in Oklahoma. I just and nothing against Oklahoma, I just wouldn't have pegged that as the head of uh, American Pigeon Racing. Um, now, I'm 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 I don't mean to move us along here, Jordan, but I'm super interested to find out like uh, you know, what what happened to this pigeon? Well, how it got there? Well, first, it, yeah. experts hypothesized that the bird got lost during a pigeon race. Again, this hmm. is a racing pigeon. Yeah. Okay, I'm... held in Oregon, ended up on a cargo ship, which made its way to Australia. <laughs> okay, now that, that sounds like an Alexander Payne-directed Pixar movie. Yeah, I'm picturing it's... the pigeon, like, on the phone, like, all right, so, so how much ocean do I fly over until the end? And they're <laughs> like, no, no ocean. What ocean? <laughs> okay, but uh, seriously, it's a fun story, though, right? Uh, yeah. A guy whose name <laughs> contains two bird references... Finds a bird in his backyard all the way from America, right? Mm. Well, of course, now the bird faces certain death. Uh, Oh, what? (laughs) Yikes. This story took a turn. Yeah, the media publicity, which Kevin enjoyed, but I don't think Joe, the bird, really had the capacity to enjoy, alerted the government about a breach in biosecurity. Oh, no. (laughs) That's really serious in Australia, actually. (laughs) Joe was now Australia's most wanted bird. Yikes. <laughs> the Australian Agriculture Department calls the racing pigeon a biosecurity risk to the Australian bird life and the entire Australian poultry in- industry. So, so that's the Australian Agriculture Department. So they sick their goons on them, which is yeah. the Australian Quarantine and, and Inspection Service, a.k.a. AQUIS, a.k.a. Death Squad, A.K.A. Blackwater, but for birds. Oh, my God. These these thugs will carry out the extrajudicial justice. I'm sorry. It's so dumb. Uh, Kevin, okay, tries to alert the owner of the bird in Montgomery, Alabama. Not able to get a hold of him. Of course, animal activists get involved. They don't want this bird to die. Uh. The, The acting Australian Prime Minister, Michael McCormick, has to come out with a statement saying... If Joe has come a long way that has not met our strict biosecurity measures, then bad luck, Joe. Either fly home or face the consequences. Yeah, and and in Australia's defense, you know, like you might think little bunny rabbits are are cool, but uh, but you know, like the so they, like a rabbit got loose in Australia like a couple hundred years ago, and now like there's not enough natural predators, and the entire outback is ravaged by giant rabbit populations. And giant rabbits as they've evolved. Yeah. <laughs> so Yikes. If, you've, if you've never faced a, a rabbit that's four feet tall, seven feet with ears, then, then you don't know what you're talking about. So you, so. you, can't, you can't criticize this as the typical Australia-first rhetoric from McCormick. He's yeah. actually coming from a place of science here. He really is, yeah. So, so now the avian hit job is in motion. Aquis <laughs> moves out at 0, 0400. Then luckily... Dion Roberts from the American Racing Pigeon Union calls, and let's just assume it was in the dead of night because of the time change. Sure. And yeah. He says the band on the racing pigeon is a fake. <gasps> Quote, Wait, what? The bird, the bird band in Australia is counterfeit and not traceable. They do not need to kill him. Okay. So oh, what a band, relief. The band number belonged to a different pigeon in the U.S., which was not the bird in Australia. Part of the mix-up was, I guess, the blue band on it has both a number and a symbol. And Kevin recorded the number down when he was nursing the bird back to health. But by the time it was at full strength, he could no longer get close enough to see the symbol. Because it's so fast. Right, well, the bird was flying again. Making that, you know, a funny scene in the Alexander Payne Pixar film. (laughs) Uh, Him trying to catch it. But basically, so it was kind of a case of uh, mistaken identity. And in Australia... Often, pigeon uh, breeders buy these bands online from America, so that's why there's a bunch of different numbers in circulation. Mm. And if anyone suspected Kevin of, uh, you know, uh, dastardly doings here, a representative of the American Pigeon Union spoke up saying that the bird did not have a racing record that would make it valuable enough to steal its identity. (laughs) (laughs) Right. (laughs) Quote... That bird didn't even finish the race series. It didn't make any money. So it's worthless, really. <laughs> oh, come on.
1: That pigeon's life matters to me.
0: No, it, let's be honest. We're talking about pigeons here. Pigeons and seagulls. I, you know, there's, there's enough of them. Yeah, we're not. We're lousy with those. Yeah. So, I mean, so all's well that ends well. He, yeah. he's, an, he's an Australian pigeon. He is, he's not going to die. And uh, when asked about the entire ordeal, Kevin Chelly Bird was bemused. Quote, I might have to change his name to Aussie Joe, but he's just the same pigeon. Joining us now on the podcast is 15-year-old NASCAR driver Taylor Gray. Hey,
1: guys, thanks for having me on the podcast. Hey, uh, Taylor,
0: how's it, how's it going? Hey, it's
1: going pretty good. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me just take a screenshot of me on the podcast. Ah, there we go. Well, uh, Had to have uh, my
0: tongue sticking out. Wait wait a second. You're you're it, Joel, yep. you're seeing this too. This guy's coming to us on a zoom. It looks like you're in your car, Taylor. Yeah. yeah. It sounds like you're in your car, Taylor. Oh
1: yeah, no, I'm just practicing. You know, I'm only I'm only fifteen years old and I'm already winning
0: races, so I gotta keep I gotta practice all the time. I gotta be the fastest. Right, but but shouldn't you not be practicing while you're your, your podcasting? Oh, hold on, right. I got to
1: text back my girlfriend. Hold on one second.
0: Wait, oh, cool. what? No, Taylor, please. I mean, give him that, a sec. He's got to text his girlfriend. Yeah. yeah. No, that's that's not safe at twenty five miles an hour. Let no, alone tra- no, it's
1: all right. When I'm driving, I I only text acronyms like BRB
0: or LOL. Oh well, that, I mean, I, that's not that much better. I don't have to pay attention too much when I do that. I mean, I believe that's what the Northern Europeans would call uh, harm reduction. <laughs> oh, We're hold on, allowing- she texted
1: me back. I gotta read this for one second. Oh, this is no, a long don't. one.
0: It's a long one. Here we go. <laughs> don't Wait don't read it. A Wait a yeah. No, Taylor.
1: So- oh, that's pretty nice. So she's got a very funny story about
0: a dream she had last night. She's the greatest. <laughs> so, Taylor, you you should be paying attention to the road. I don't know. You haven't obviously you haven't taken driver's ed yet, but that's. Like one of the first things I learned. Oh, I don't need drivers, Ed. I've been driving races since I was thirteen. I mean, I will, I will allow for this, Joel. The man is a professional racer. I mean, he is a better driver than any of us. I, I, That's I guess, not if, necessarily what that means. And I hold think on. I'm we're... gonna do a pull quote of
1: that for my Twitter. Hold on.
0: What J okay. Palm says. Okay, hey, I, hey, even hey, if you text hey, acronyms hey, only, go. doing pull quotes on Twitter is clearly going to take you more time.
1: Hold on, Jordan. What'd you say again? I want to write the exact right thing. <laughs> well, I
0: was just saying that you're a professional, and it's, it's possible that you are capable of some things that maybe the average driver capable? isn't. Capable. Okay, Jordan, in all of your history of enabling isn't the guests, this is the most cent. potentially lethal time that you've done it.
1: Whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. Hold on. When I hit send, I jerked the wheel a little bit. I'm right. I'm back on track.
0: Hey, how fast are you going, Taylor? Right 180, now,
1: 180, 190. What? Yeah, they've got this uh, really cool uh, sticker that you have on Snapchat where it actually says your
0: speed too. Oh, oh those are really cool. Those they are pretty cool. They should not have that on Snapchat. That, yeah, that is just asking for abuse. Well, I ain't abusing it. I'm actually going that fast. No. <laughs> That's not what I was talking about and Taylor, I gotta ask, could you please pull your car over and, and come to a complete stop before we continue this interview?
1: Oh no, I can't do that. They won't let me on the track anymore because I got in trouble for uh, dr- hold my phone while driving, so I'm doing this on the freeway. Wait, what? <laughs> yeah, I'm on the freeway right now. It's raining pretty hard here. It's not okay to be
0: going 190 on the freeway, to Joel, be going I 190 like... in the rain. That's oh, don't be... worry about it. No police officer could catch me. It's practically legal. That's not, let's... not what I was worried about at let's not, all. Let's not yell at her guests. Let's... I, I, we wanted to interview this kid. I, I want to know, Taylor, what's it like being a 15-year-old on NASCAR? Oh, it feels great. You know, all the kids in school think I'm so
1: awesome. Hold on. Let me pull up an Instagram picture of me with all my fr- my friends at school. No, oh, I'll please show don't it to do the Zoom. That. Could you, Hold yeah, on, maybe now. just there share your screen so we can see it on the Zoom. All right, yeah, let's swipe it down. Do share Jordan, screen. Oh, I don't know where that car came from, but what was I wasn't expecting that. All right, it's share a screen here. It does. Wow. wow. I know it was sometime in June, so let okay. me just scroll back here. Well, June two years ago, of course, because of COVID, which is fake. But here we go, just and then June two two thousand nine. There we go. It's not fake,
0: and don't scroll.
1: There you go. See that, Jordan? There's a picture. Oh wow! You you got a lot of friends there. I did. Hold on. I gotta drive up on the shoulder for a second. There's a bit of a traffic jam. What? What? No! Don't do that. There no. we go. Oh
0: God! Uh, you're the the kind of the rumble strips are oh, coming through Oh, hold on. The My feet. girlfriend just texted Very me loudly. back. I gotta read
1: this. Uh,
0: no, you don't. You really don't. And Please, it. if there's a traffic jam, just stop the car. Oh, hold on. Stop there's the a car. link
1: to a funny article that apparently mentions me on the on the NASCAR meme blog. Let me check these out. Oh, wow. No, I, bet, I bet as no. a kid,
0: you get a lot of memes made a lot about of you on memes, NASCAR. A lot.
1: Oh, that's <laughs> so funny. I can close my eyes and laugh for a second. <laughs> no, I, why do you close your eyes? You can laugh with your eyes open. <laughs> oh, 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 God, there's a deer on
0: the shoulder. Oh, missed that one. Do you always, uh, I, I mean, I, what is your favorite of, what is the dankest meme? That oh, let me show you the yourself? dankest
1: meme. Hold on. I gotta pull this one up. I gotta save. I put it in my save pictures. There we go. Pulling in my save pictures, and uh, there's a save pic. There. Whoa, 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 whoa! whoa, whoa. Nope, missed that guy. Okay, hold on. My eyes back
0: to phone.
1: Here we go. Could
0: could you at least tell us where you're driving so that we can contact the relevant authorities and warn people who might be out there? Oh,
1: geez. I, I mean, I've been driving so fast that I don't know. I'm probably north somewhere. That's all you can give me is north somewhere? I mean, I probably crossed a couple state lines at this point. I got to practice, you know? I mean, gotta he normally drives past. in circles, Joel. And the this straight is- line
0: business would be new to him.
1: This is bad practice. There's the dankest meme right there.
0: <laughs> there oh we God. go.
1: That, that is funny. How it I'm started,
0: fine. how it's going. How it started, oh how it's
1: going. Yeah, it's, uh, it's funny. How oh it started, man. it shows me as a sperm and how it's going, and it shows me narrowly missing hitting someone on the road, though, the picture <laughs> I just took this morning so it's pretty dank <laughs>
0: That's, this is I, I i gotta say i i don't mean to to moralize here but i really feel like we have an obligation as a podcast to not continue this interview
1: well you don't understand i was trying to take a picture of just me moving fast and then that guy just happened to be in front of my car at the time so it was Do really you- kind of a candid
0: let me let me ask you: Do you think your driving is impacted by you being on your phone so often? I don't like the use of the term "impacted." Oh, yeah. you know, it's funny. I
1: feel like uh, when you when you learn how to drive with distraction, then that's when you're focused. You're even better. That's why Thanks. every time I'm playing, when I'm not posting on social media, I'm playing uh, iPhone games.
0: No, like no. what? What's your favorite iPhone? Game? It's not my true. Fa-
1: oh man, my favorite iPhone game is that it's this really intense. A fighting game. It's like Mortal Kombat. It's called uh, Marvel Tournament of Champions. And man, oh. you, got, you got to use both hands on it. You got to tap the the hard hit or medium hit or light hit, and you got to block with the other hand and move. It's tricky, but you know what? You can put your elbows up on the wheel, and then you can just play. Hold on, let me
0: open it for you right
1: now on the screen no. share. Well, I was Please. gonna say, yeah. you know, what I
0: love is, have you ever played a hidden picture game? Oh, I love to, them hidden picture games. Yeah, absolutely. At the screen, it'll be like find the pipe, and you got to really focus on that yeah. screen to find the pipe. I was playing one of those the other day. It took
1: me two hours of driving to find a canary.
0: Oh, god. oh my god! Yeah.
1: Wow. Those, see, those games are tough. It's true. I made it <laughs> 340 know, Jordan, miles in two hours trying to find that canary. If he kills someone, there's blood in our hands. Well, and no, you're plumphor- pretty far away. I don't think it would splash all the way to your hands.
0: Well, we don't know where you are, so we can't know that, can we? Oh, that's fair. That's fair. Uh, Taylor, uh, one of my final questions here. Are you on your parents' insurance?
1: Oh, no one will give me insurance anymore. <laughs> but that's all right. I'm a professional driver. I'm not going to hit nothing. I'm pretty good at th- oh, 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 oh. oh, man, I almost hit something. Whoa.
0: That's, that's, that's,
1: that's, Taylor, please. I know I had to pull off uh, because I was going to get fast food right after this, so now I'm just driving out of, uh, in a school zone.
0: What is it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, right, don't worry. Should... I'm
1: already past the school zone. I'm driving real fast.
0: All right. Let's, uh, let's end this re- interview right now. Uh, Taylor, thank you very much. I really appreciate it. Yeah, one more through.
1: selfie with all you guys on it. Here we go. One, two, three. Whoa, Oh, man, that kid came out of nowhere. And now it's time for another Wide World of Weird Sports! Wide World of Weird Sports Wide World of Weird Sports! Wide World Weird Sports. What do we got this week? This week's Wide World of Weird Sports, the 20 weirdest NASCAR decisions ever made.
0: Oh, so it's going to be like, what kind of tires? Uh, no. It's a little <laughs> weird than that. Uh, number
1: 20 is declaring Greg Biffle the winner, even though he came in third. What? That was a
0: total Biffle on their part.
1: Right? Yeah. 12 years later and still one of the most confusing finishes in NASCAR history. The 2007 Kansas Speedway had already been affected by heavy rain, so NASCAR decided to extend it. And kept changing how many laps there would be as Greg Biffle headed to the finish line, his car slowed down for lack of fuel, allowing Clint Boyer and Jimmy Johnson to cross before him, but officials still declared declared Biffle the winner, arguing if not for fuel, he would have crossed first
0: right but but isn't that i mean couldn't couldn't you just like leave your car at the start line having not gone and be like, "Oh, we forgot to gas it up."
1: Uh, yeah, well, I guess you that's, just gotta that's give why it's first, baffling. Because
0: if not for lack of fuel.
1: That's baffling. It's true. It's biffling. It's biffling, yes. <laughs> uh, number 19, their separate driver's license. If your driver's license gets revoked, you shouldn't be allowed to race, right? Not if you're with NASCAR. The organization issues its own separate licenses for drivers to use that somehow supersede the DMV. So, Kyle Busch had his state driver's license suspended after an arrest for dra- driving over the drinking limit in 2011, but was allowed to compete in the Sprint Cup that year. Uh, <laughs> but those secondary allowances dry- allowed the drivers to get the second chance. So, not do, allowed yeah. to drive on the road, allowed to drive on the track.
0: To have to Uber to work, and your your work is to drive a car. Yeah, <laughs>
1: it's a little weird. I agree. Super weird. Uh, 18, picking the numbers. In other sports, players are allowed to choose their numbers. Many will pick digits that either honor a hero of theirs or have personal meaning. NASCAR does not allow that, as only the main body can give out numbers, and once that happens, the driver is stuck with them.
0: Oh, that's lame. Yeah, well, that's a I, dumb call. But you get to decide whether you're going to be like the cornflakes car or... The Tide car, you know, yeah. oh, the Astro yeah. Motorodo car. I don't you think anybody who's got to sponsors, look yeah. for sponsors would believe that they really get to quote-unquote decide who their sponsors are.
1: <laughs> oh, that's fair, too. Who
0: well, you, can, you give can me select, money? I'm just saying, you might not be able to pick your uh, a number, but you know what? You can go for sponsors that have a color scheme that's appe- appealing to you. That's you try true. to be like, okay. I'm going to go after blue sponsors. <laughs>
1: yeah so if you got like number zero zero and you're like oh man that sucks i need something like hardcore like cobra kai season three on netflix to make my (laughs) car look super cool
0: yeah though you gotta gotta say if you're a college basketball player you also don't quite get to pick your number because you can't do any digits over five
1: there you go that's fair what yeah you can't numbers number 17 the unfair waivers This rule made to protect NASCAR's more popular drivers. In 2015, Kyle Busch was forced to miss a third of the season due to a severe injury. That should have knocked him out of the Sprint Cup for good, but instead, NASCAR allowed Busch to compete via waivers and ended up winning the series. This was unfair to the drivers who had competed in every race, yet lost to a guy who missed 11 of them. That it's, uh, that it's the more prominent drivers who get waivers shows there's politics at play.
0: Well, I think we all knew that, but... Mm. boy, yeah, still so feels Bush like is, bull. Kyle Bush is apparently having a very interesting career.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's true.
0: We're only on 18, and he's been in it twice. <laughs> that's true.
1: Next one is the pit rules. Yes, some rules for NASCAR pit crews make sense and are useful for safety. Others are just stupid. First, there's a rule that if the car isn't out of the pit in five minutes, it's disqualified. Mm. After numerous complaints that the time is too short, NASCAR expanded it to six minutes.
0: Mm. Of course. How, How reasonable?
1: Then there's the odd line of how tires can only be repaired at arm's length, which makes one wonder if any NASCAR exec has actually changed a tire. Those are famous... Of the odd pit treatments.
0: Yeah. Wow. I got to say, I come from a different tradition. The only pits I like have involved barbecue. And there, you only get in trouble if you pull it too soon.
1: Yeah, if you cook for five minutes, then you're a real loser.
0: Yeah, that's crappy barbecue. That'll give people all sorts of sicknesses.
1: Yeah, like the McRib.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: (laughs) Number 15, slower for half of races... Try to follow this one. In 2019, NASCAR made the controversial decision to allow tapered engine spacers to reduce output. At this time, when ratings were falling, they wanted their cars to go slower. Then NASCAR declared that this new rule would only apply to 17 of the 36 races on the schedule. This means the driver could cut loose with speed in half of the races and then be slower in the rest which affected its rankings. It's like NASCAR couldn't make up their minds of how to fix this year.
0: Mm. That's classic NASCAR mismanagement. It's what right. that is. It's true. I feel like that's something we'd have an opinion on if we followed NASCAR. <laughs> yeah, yeah big force like, to
1: go slow feels dumb though.
0: Yeah, yeah that, but it feels it feels like weedy enough. Where if Joel and I were sports fans that actually watch NASCAR, we would have like actual strong opinions. on Well, here's what they did right. And here's what they did wrong.
1: Yeah, right. He's
0: a pitcher. He should hit.
1: <laughs> right number 14 endless overtime overtime is one thing in a sport such as football or basketball when a regulation ends in a tie it just doesn't make sense in nascar where a photo finish to a race is rare nascar will insist on it when it's a caution period is called and more apps are, or laps are added it's arbitrary and drags the race out more <laughs> The drivers are exhausted enough after a few hundred laps without being told they have to keep going until the officials are satisfied it's over. It's one of the most unpopular decisions that NASCAR keeps on going.
0: Yeah, them's soccer rules. Yeah, it's stupid. How can this most American of sports be beset by something like that? That would seem to be the way to repeal that, is just lead it, you know, this is soccer rules campaign. Boom. I hate soccer. Imagining the debate where, you know, the officials spend 20 minutes making the whole thing and one guy stands up and goes, that's how they do it in soccer. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well, ain't ain't this some shit.
1: (laughs) Letting cup drivers into lower races. Picture the reaction if an MLB allowed World Series champions to play minor league ball games and be rewarded for it. That's what it's like for the drivers who regularly compete for the Monster Energy Series uh, to also be in the Xfinity series. There's even an official term for it, bushwhacker. And NASCAR has felt some heat because of it.
0: I think the minor league teams would love it if professional players would show up for games every once in a while. Yeah, but
1: they make their money based on how many wins they get, so that would kind of suck if you're, you know...
0: Oh, wow. Yeah, no. If if you were getting paid by the hit and uh, and... Clayton Kershaw decided he wanted to huck a game in in single-A ball. I imagine you'd be really upset. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: Uh, Number 12, banning Slayer. Over the years, NASCAR has had some questionable sponsors and supported the wrong things. This is why it's so bizarre when, in 2019, they announced they were banning a car sponsored by the heavy metal band Slayer.
0: Whoa, what? Yeah. Slayer had a car? that's awesome well it got banned (laughs) how how is that possible what 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 is i'm angry yeah you need to be a nascar fan and in the weeds to have an opinion about this one
1: well the official line was that the band had made made reactionary concerns which were no worse than what a lot of nascar drivers have said in the past the band took it as a point of pride that they were too scary for nascar
0: yeah. What did the band say that was quote unquote reactionary?
1: They didn't say, but you know, I mean, they oh. have sang about like raining blood and stuff.
0: Oh, that's true. <laughs> well, if if you haven't listened to Run to the Hills, you need to right now because it's like the greatest so heavy good. metal song ever. It's great. Period.
1: We're, we're going to two part this. So this will be the last one for this one. Okay. Number 11, the 2020 schedule.
0: Oh, don't get me started on that one.
1: Yeah, NASCAR's recently released schedule for 2020 Tops 2019 in terms of head-scratching moves. With Martinsville Speedway now being a night race in the spring, it's exciting. And having Darlington and Bristol join the playoff is overdue. However, many are thrown by the decision to move the final race to the ISM Raceway in Phoenix, homestead has been a crucial part of the series and fans are very upset over losing this championship race throwing away an 18-year tradition for a fancy upgraded speedway seems like a weird move
0: yeah i was just about to i mean i I really thought that that there was going to be something involving covid in there somewhere yeah no they don't believe in covid that they're not super into covid in those circles granted this is a sport where you could probably compete safely for the most part, more so than most others. Yeah. Might just, just no, have some no rules. Passengers. Pit crew, just, but... just no passengers. Yeah, exactly. No yeah. passengers with COVID. <laughs> yeah.
1: COVID can't move that
0: fast. Yeah. But
1: that brings it on to another wide world of a weird sport. Oh, Joel only cares about the drivers, but he's not thinking about the pit crews. He wants them all to die
0: podcast town. This brings you a close. To another sports. 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 Podcast. But before we go, Joel, I, I think I want to do this. Uh, let's try to connect with uh, uh, Taylor Gray again. Wait, maybe, what? No! Maybe he's not driving. Maybe he's pulled over and got his snack or his lunch or whatever. No, nope, I'm still uh, driving! Oh,
1: oh Taylor!
0: Yeah, I'm still on the road! Alright, you can find... Hold on, let me... I, you, I saw you
1: texted over what I'm supposed to read here, so let me just open yeah. this text. Why are you texting him, Jordan? Give him contact scrolls, information. And, uh, there, whoa, 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 whoa! All right. Sorry, I'm eating french fries while I'm reading this. All right, you can find us on Facebook. we we'll are going to facebook.com slash sports number three podcast. That's
0: facebook.com slash sports number three podcast. Whoa, 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 whoa. Just drop okay, some ketchup it, on my lap. Need. Just go to the Facebook page. All the other info's there.
1: Little ketchup on my lap there. Hold on. Let me clean this off with a napkin while I read this one. You can find uh, us on Twitter. We're going to twitter.com slash sports number three podcast. That's twitter.com slash sports number three podcast. Clean, click, click. whoa. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You know, it's kind of like patting your head and rubbing your bill at the same time. It's very hard to do. Or you can find all of our back episodes at anchor.fm slash sports number three podcast. That's anchor.fm slash number three podcast. Oh, no, this is dangerous. Ah! Uh, th-
0: thank you, Taylor. I think we lost the feed there. I hope he's all right. What? Th- did he did he crash? I don't, I, I don't know. <laughs> hey, guys. He's fine. He's a pro- hey, Joel. Joel. I am looking forward to watching... Johnny Manziel run 18 triple reverses per quarter. Bye, Bye, Joel. Joel.